0: Welcome everybody to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, another 2-4 two for, two for, for you, with uh, Chris Howell talking about his new company, his long career in the sport as a privateer, and then of course Grant Harlan, Hardog, coming off a very impressive ride at the opening round in the Nationals, and uh, Hardog is FXR guy. So thank you to the folks at FXR Racing, Pulp x 30 is the code to save with those guys. They have uh, fishing stuff, they got mountain bike stuff, they got... Uh, casual wear and of course their moto stuff you see it at the club mx guys you see it with brock tickle you see it with a ton of privateers fxr including our guy hardog uh, please check those guys out use the code to save thank you to those guys race tech as well race tech has been doing motors and suspension for a long time and they also you know them from the supercross days with uh the C- team solitaire and chris blos and all that but they also do off-road stuff. Cody Webb, Cooper Abbott, Factory Sherco team recently switched to Racetech as their suspension of choice. Wherever they line up, whether it's endurocross, Hard Enduro, or some of the radical channels the riders have tested and chosen Tech to get them over the obstacles and to the finish line. Pulp 23 is the code to save. Tell them you listen to Pulp MX and uh, get your suspension work done, get your motor work done, and uh, all of that. And it'll be great. And you get a discount, and you'll treat your bike nice, and it'll treat you nice as well. And we're going to tell you more about the folks at Firepower uh, Parts. We're going to tell you more about Roost MX, Zools, Namira, Seat Concepts, uh, Maxxis Tires, all throughout these podcasts. But uh, first up, it's uh, Grant Harlan. Then we will talk to Chris Howell about uh, things that he's got going on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Away we go. All right, first up on the uh, Privateer Island Life, number 206 a guy who absolutely crushed it in Paula and perhaps as i uh as i wrote in my column we should have saw this coming. It's Grant Harlan. What's up Grant? How are you, man?
1: I'm doing good, Steve. How are you?
0: I'm good. 7th overall and that was great. Good job. Uh you got good starts. You you rode steady. You're in good shape. You, you know, you had a good day. But then like I was thinking like okay, like you did well. But I remember last year at the last round you rode Cowies all year, and then you grabbed Kiefer's Honda, and you went like 11-10 or 11-12 at the last round. Yep. And I remember thinking, like, dude, he, he's barely ridden this Honda, and, like, I know the the give-a-shit meter at the last national was probably pretty low for some guys, but I don't care that much. Like, that's still good. I'm What I'm coming around to, Harlan, is we should have saw this coming. Like, you're riding better than you were last year, and so why not? Why couldn't you do better and get inside the top ten?
1: I mean, I'm just like Jed. I'm just I'm just good at Paula, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know no, exactly. I mean, there's a lot a lot of tracks that like Paula in, on the Big Island. I imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's close enough. I mean, I just you know I drive there from from the Big Island. Yeah, you know, once yeah. a week.
0: Good ride. So. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. So we're we're two days away from it. You you you. I uh, talked to you after the race. You're still satisfied. You're still happy with what what you did and, and everything else. Or are you one of those guys that you're like? Well, I could have done this or I could have done that.
1: I mean, the only like, the only thing that I can take away from the weekend where I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done something, is maybe the last three laps of the second moto. If I would have pushed a little harder, maybe I could have caught Webb. But mm-hmm. even saying that is a little ridiculous. So <laughs> I'm just gonna be happy that you know I was a top privateer and I had two really good motos and felt good all day. So.
0: Yeah, I think for you like I think the goal like you know, we saw that big gap in the first moto and and let's face it those guys are, you know, they're factory riders, they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're making thousands of dollars maybe hundreds of dollars.
1: Hey. <laughs> um I'm probably in the negatives.
0: Yeah, you just want to be the best privateer, right? I think that's that's where you want to be if you if I'm you, I want to be the best privateer every week and uh, and let the cards fall where they where they may
1: yeah I feel like as long as I show up on Saturday and put myself in a good position off to start that you know even even if you know i I'm not the top guy if I'm you know, it's up there every weekend, I think I'm happy with that yeah um, you know a couple guys had off days Saturday, which happens. I'm sure I'll have an off day here soon enough, so mm-hmm. yeah like I said, if I just keep getting good starts and riding up there I think uh I think it'll be a good summer.
0: Did you have any like any cool things happen to you after after Paula? Like anybody reach out or any sponsors, you know, tell you how stoked they are or anything anything neat happened to you for your seventh overall?
1: No. Nothing. Okay. All right. Nothing different than any other weekend. Right, right.
0: Um do you like Paula? Like I mean again, like we talked about last year. Um, do you like it?
1: I didn't like it too much last year for the first one, but the second one I liked it. Okay and I liked it again this year, so Um, I think, I think last year, the first one, I wasn't really like, I didn't have much time on the Cowie. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like the Cowie. Um, and then I rode it on the Honda and I felt better there. And then obviously now on bike of the year. Yeah. Good.
0: Yeah. How much, uh, are you still getting used to that 23 or do you have enough time on it where you know what it does good and bad?
1: Um, I mean, I'm still getting comfortable every Mm -hmm. time I ride it, um, I threw uh, I threw some motor mounts on from FCP because mm-hmm. everyone said they were better, so I just threw them on. Right? They were good.
0: Right? Kiefer said they were better. That,
1: that. Kiefer, um, <laughs> I think I talked to Jerry about it. Yeah, because I went there. he was on my fantasy team. Um, was making sure he was hey, he was going to be good all day.
0: Hey, you got fifth overall, I think, in Idiots or six. Or, you did really well. Yeah, Carnell won. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Carnell won Idiots. I was fifth. I had Jerry. Honest so I mean it might sound bad saying this, but the whole first moto, I could see Jerry in front of me and I was just stoked that he was scoring me points.
0: <laughs> well, um Michael Lindsay, um Michael Lindsay was trying to convince me to pick him in the morning and I know Michael's tight with him. I just I just I just know Jerry. I just couldn't do it i know he's a new jerry i get it his shoulders better you know he had some problems i just couldn't do it man i wish i would have i just couldn't do it props to him though he rode great
1: i mean he's on bike of the year Mm Mm-hmm. he rides paula his shoulders fixed it wasn't a million bazillion degrees
0: yeah 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 i mean it all comes yeah it all comes together for you right
1: yeah exactly
0: um Hey, you're you're not. Uh, I look like watching your race a little bit from uh, from the announcer's tower. Again, good starts. Just like I, I don't, I didn't look at your lap times. I've meant to do that for, before I write my column uh, on Wednesday, dude. You're just you're just kind of like uh, just steady lap times. Nothing super quick, nothing super flashy. But you've have always been in shape, and I, I think you have a really good ability to just lay down the same time for 30 plus two do you agree with me
1: yeah so normally in like the i mean i guess every year i've raced outdoors um i've always come in a little bit behind Mm -hmm. in terms of riding and racing from being hurt um and i i usually you know i have a good first two laps and i drop off the pace like six or seven seconds is really weird like i go from you know top 20 in a good spot to you know, 25th, 26th. And then, you know, last couple laps of the motos, I'd have to claw my way back to some points where um, both motos on Saturday, I, I started up front. I think I was 10th at the finish line, both motos. Mm-hmm. And then just felt good throughout the whole race. Like nothing flashy, like you said, just yeah, good, consistent laps. Never had any like fall off my time. So uh, I was really happy with that.
0: Yeah, like you watch, you know, I'm, I'm marking you out there and. You don't catch the guys in front of you like drastically. You just you just slowly 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 get them. I watched you go after the finish. I watched you like go inside 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 like just kind of slow but not like just you're just a just moving forward. I don't know. You got to really it's not super exciting, Harlan. Don't get I'm not trying to insult you. It's not super exciting, but it's very effective you're riding.
1: Oh, I mean, I see photos from like <laughs> after the race. And I'm like, there's no way this dude just got six,
0: (laughs) right, right.
1: Like I'm looking at the vet thirty class. I'm looking (laughs) at (laughs) ten in vet thirty.
0: Yeah, but man, you just, yeah, you just slowly, like, I don't know, like your your roll speed, your momentum, yeah, and again, your fitness. Trolltraining.com. Absolutely. It's all coming together for you. It's so it's like I said, it's not. You're never like, oh my god, look at Harlan. It's just like, dude. Thirty plus two. I'm gonna be there, you know. So, yeah, it's it's impressive for sure. Um, so can we talk about World Supercars?
1: I mean, I can. I'll answer everything I, I can.
0: So you're gonna do Craig Dak for World Supercars? Yep. And yep. that. How did that come together? Because last I heard, your, your guy Benji, he had it, or he was gonna do it, or what happened there? Do you know?
1: Yeah. So, um, Benjamin Bloss was was planning on doing the. Uh, Mm-hmm. the cdr thing for worlds and um you know he was just he was thinking about it and you know he he knew i'd been having a good year and you know I, i've been getting better and he was just like you know what i'm gonna let that har i'm gonna let that harlan guy have it
0: um
1: <laughs> he's a bit better um uh, riding, riding good right now and you know he just he called me up told me told me to give craig a call and um so, yeah
0: so you just work you just ride cheaper is that is that maybe the deal
1: um better maybe <laughs> not.
0: uh so okay so you have planned this out you're gonna miss you're gonna have to miss two nationals but yep. you had such a good supercross season and you're starting off this outdoor fine. like you should be fine for this smx thing
1: yeah i think so yeah. um like i'm for sure missing redbud and washul mm-hmm. um i don't know about uh Millville yet i think I'll have to see how I feel once we get there. I like the the turnaround for that would be pretty pretty intense, okay? Because um, it'd be like what Southwick, Millville, and then Monday after Millville probably fly, okay? And I don't know, I don't yes, know. We'll, we'll right. see what we get there, but um, as of right now, I plan on only missing two.
0: Yeah, and then so are you? Do you are you gonna like as it as it? Of course, the kick it kicks off at Redbud. Um, do you think that you'll be jumping on soupy like the week before red bud or will you get on sooner? Like how do you sharpen up your Supercross skills while still trying to be this top 10 guy outdoors?
1: So right now, um, as soon as I get, um, suspension, uh, for the bike, Mm -hmm. I'll start riding it. Um, kind of get comfortable, you know, find something I like. Okay. Uh, with their setup and then probably probably do either one day a week supercross one day a week outdoors or just one day a week supercross Mm -hmm. and then race outdoors on the weekends
0: yeah because outdoors does come easier to you right i feel yeah yeah
1: i I think just one day like if i'm racing every weekend and Uh i'm doing one day a week you know just riding whether it's cross or outdoors, mm-hmm. I think uh, the skills will stay sharp and the fitness will stay sharp. So
0: right, right. Um. So what? And what about? Did you tell Dak? Like I'm sure. I'm sure you just said, "Hey, man, I just really want a muffler and a stock bike, and I'll bring suspension." And he's probably like, "What?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I told him I'd raise pretty much anything, but. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, I'm sure he's like, hey, we got a full race bike, full, you know, modified cams, piston, super lightweight, you know, all, all this stuff. And you're just like, yeah, no, just just leave it stock with a muffler.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they're actually going to send me something. Oh, are they? Yeah. That'll, like, mimic the race bike a little bit. But I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd ride a bone stock motorcycle over there.
0: We're, we're aware. Yeah, you would. <laughs> For sure.
1: Sox is, I'd, I'd show up with Sox suspension, dude. My, <laughs> I, my grip wasn't even on. Twenty minutes before first practice this weekend. Really? Well, I don't I, I mean Dan had to come fix it, so
0: Yeah. Uh it's yeah, it's it's um it's a loose program over there, I guess we'll say. What about dirt what, bike. what's that? It's
1: not complicated. I'm just riding a dirt bike, dude. It's not complicated.
0: You know, I know, right? What about uh Boutron and La You were all are all around them all day, both of these guys. You're probably like, Who the hell are these dudes?
1: Um, I didn't see the too much, but man, dude, Boutron was ripping in the second half of both motos.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, ripping. He was. He was very excited that he, he he got Adam. Uh Adam fell or I don't know. Adam made a mistake, I think, and he got by Adam and he was very excited about that.
1: Yeah, like first moto, like he was fading pretty bad. Mm-hmm. By that four. And I think like me and a couple of guys got him and then um honestly I didn't know who was trying to pass me. I thought it was a cow or something and i was like i'm not letting a cowie i don't know who's on a cowie that's gonna pass me but i'm not letting it happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so for the next like 18 minutes it was like a less than a second gap between me and for the motor like his me- i could see his mechanics every lap there's like eight of them in the corner <laughs> and I, I, it was just it was a dog fight i felt like so uh. um i'm excited to be racing those guys this summer it'd be cool
0: wildcat racing dude they're there wildcat they are in effect wildcat uh before we get too far into this i want to thank the folks at seat concepts uh proudly handmade and developed in the usa by true motorcycle enthusiasts seat concepts offers a wide variety of seat options from stylish replacement covers to complete seats seatconcepts.com the code is pulpamex23 they got road bike stuff as well and uh, and dirt bike stuff so uh, each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation it is designed to provide unmatched support and impact dampening to the rider, seatconcepts.com. Uh, and for over 20 years, Namira has been pushing the limits of value and reliability in the world of engine components. Whether you're restoring your 80s race bike or rebuilding your 450 motor for Anaheim 1, Namira has what you need, featuring a full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and coming soon, engine valves and complete cylinders. Check them out uh, um, out there on Namira uh, Instagram as well. And uh, we got Grant Harlan here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. So, um, if you, it's just going to be you and and Marcelisi for the summer, or do we think Benji's jumping in?
1: Um, I have no comment.
0: Okay, we don't know if Benji's jumping in. Got it. But, uh, but it will be Luca at the races. You don't go, or like what? What's um?
1: The- I mean, me and me and Luca for sure, and then we have uh, Colt Maggiman on the two fifty.
0: Oh, I don't think I knew that,
1: Harlan. Um, I mean his butt.
0: Yeah, I should I should have paid more attention. Uh, How hey you've you've talked about your fitness? You talked about troll training a lot. Um, How's that been going? How's it working out? Obviously, well. Uh, How much do you talk to John and Alex?
1: Um, I I talk to either one or the other Mm -hmm. during the week.
0: Yep. Have they? What have you been doing? What have you modified to your program that you didn't do in the past? What's something that they've helped you with as far as? The load of, of training, or the frequency, or anything else.
1: Uh, so yeah, been doing a lot of a lot more cardio with those guys instead of strength training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I I'll do the strength, but definitely more cardio.
0: And uh, you went to you went back to Texas before Hangtown. I thought maybe some like like Hampshire and some other guys stayed out west to ride, and then they're gonna you know make the short drive or fly up to Hangtown, but not you. Back to Texas.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean with the uh, with the budget. Um, there's, there's not really a, a good idea to stay in Cali for me.
0: Well, you could ride your race bike. You get used to your race bike more.
1: I mean, clearly the race bike is doing great.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right about that. It does work out pretty well. Hey, I was talking to Dylan about it, uh, and he said that still getting used to sort of the cockpit, the way the pegs and the bars and the seat are, and they've tried to move the foot pegs around to help them make it more like the 22 do you notice that i know yamaha changed that but for me i have shorter legs i didn't really i was okay with the change but what about you
1: uh i mean i ran i ran the uh the works connection lower peg mounts okay on the twenty two. yeah uh, but as far as that on the 23 I, I mean it feels feels good to me
0: did you try the lower ones on the 23 or no
1: did do the 22 do they work yeah i think so Oh no! Well, I, I heard that the the peg, the seat height, got like longer. Yeah, it that.
0: did, it did. But I didn't know if that was something you wanted to try or not. But yeah, they, that's what. No, they...
1: I'm not tall enough for that. What's that? I'm not tall enough to try no, that.
0: That's true. Uh, we saw your shoulder injury. How is that thing? Uh, how how's it working? Does it does it hinder you at all? I mean, I know you made a joke to me after the race about you know, no, nah, it's good. But but for reals, are we? At, do you even think about it? Do you even notice it?
1: I mean, it bothers me less on the bike than it does off the bike. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. But like, yesterday and today, it's pretty sore. So I'm, you know, I, I try and I try and limit what I do with it in terms of, um, like anything overhead, stuff like that. I try not to do. But um, other than that, I mean, it's it's been fine.
0: Like grabbing a bag from overhead compartment type deal, that stuff.
1: Yeah, like uh, when we were help we were helping uh, tear down the the awning. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. And you know, at some point, you gotta like hold up the the cage or whatever. And mm-hmm. I I just didn't use my left arm for that.
0: Yeah. So it's still still something that bugs you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, World
1: Super. But fa- not riding.
0: Yeah, not but riding. not riding. That's weird because man, I don't know. Like you think that late in a moto fatigue would set in or whatever, but yeah, you know. You would think, yeah, um all right, so world supercross coming up for you as well, and which which ones are you looking forward to? Or is there one or more you're you're looking forward to?
1: um I think I think all of them are going to be pretty cool because yeah. besides Australia they they'll all be new for this year, um but the uh the third round, which I know they haven't announced it yet, but I believe it's going to be Singapore, I yeah. think that one. That'll, that one will be the coolest.
0: Uh, yeah, it should be pretty neat. Uh, and do you feel like having having done it will give you a bit of a heads up, like a bit of a, um, bit of a comfort level?
1: Yeah, especially with the travel and being mm-hmm. not being so like, ah, uh, what you know? What do I do? know I, I relied a lot on Cade last year to get me through those those weird days.
0: That's scary. That's very scary.
1: Yeah. Well. Are you? Well, t- it's what, yeah. it was either Cade or Phil. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know which one's which one's better or worse. Are you taking your dad with you, or are they pr- providing you with mechanic and everything?
1: Um, I think they'll provide me a mechanic.
0: Okay, and then so will pops go or no? You're solo.
1: They're they're gonna try and go to Australia because of the Hawaii connection. Yep. I think flying to Hawaii and then flying to Australia is cheaper than flying just to Australia. Mm. So okay, we might we might be able to pull that one off.
0: All right, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Pretty sweet for him to go. Um, man, it is, uh, it has been a good start for you. It's, it's crazy. I wrote this in my column last week or whatever. I mean, you went from not making a main or two, you know, on a Honda to the East. And now you are, well, you're not, apparently you're not the, the comeback rider of the year. You're not the most, you're not the biggest rookie. You're you're nothing like that, uh, Harlan, but it's been impressive.
1: I mean, apparently I maybe maybe, maybe I'm just the veteran of the class. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Listen, did you take it up with Wygant? He's the—he—he he was the guy.
1: I mean, I didn't, but I could. You need I know, to. I know. I know. I got a hard dog shout out on the broadcast. So.
0: Oh, did you? Oh, nice. Good.
1: Yeah. Good. I mean, like, hard, like hard dog got said.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah, good. I, and so now, now you just got to hope that Stu will start talking about you at some point.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think Stu spoke for the, the thirty seconds or so of TV time. <laughs> 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 you know who I-
0: no, probably not. Well, hopefully, hopefully he figures it out. Yeah. Uh hey man, and the FXR thing, all good there with FXR. Yeah. 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 Andy was there this weekend, so
1: I didn't. I don't know if I actually spoke to Andy this weekend, but I saw him quite a bit.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, hey man. uh thanks for the time in this. I just wanted to catch up. I know we did an interview after the race, but uh, still, really, really good, Paula, for you. Good, good start to the outdoors. And uh, what's your thoughts on Hangtown? Like where, where are we at on Hangtown and the love or the hate of Hangtown?
1: I'm a huge Hangtown fan.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
1: I love it. What about I, like? Yep. Yeah. Last year it was probably the best ride I had on the Cowie.
0: Okay, sweet. So we like it, yeah.
1: We do like it.
0: Well, um, listen, man you've seen the uh, you've seen this class in seventh place for you. That's that's yeah. That's where you gotta go. Uh aim for that or higher. Could be the summer of Hardog. Can you how, imagine? how do we
1: feel about how do we feel about our title chances?
0: Um, not great right now. Jet was really good. So was Chase. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um I'm 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 just looking at the atrophy of the class and you know, there's always a chance.
0: No, dude, listen. People get hurt. It's a dangerous sport. You never know.
1: How well, about you know it'd be you know it'd be crazy? Huh. The first chance of the 450 class in the
0: negatives (laughs) yeah really right
1: uh i think special
0: listen right now you're not that far off dylan top yamaha
1: i mean we're there
0: you can get there for sure uh all right man well hey thanks for the time on the fxr racing race tech suspension Privateer island pod congrats on the success keep it up harlan uh it's awesome to see 2023 turning out as well as it is for you thanks man Thanks, Steve. See ya. Bye. All right. Thanks to Grant Harlan for uh, jumping on the line real quick. And uh, Chris Howell coming up next. Thank you to Zools, Pulp23. Let Zools help pack your passion, regardless of how stress free and easy social media models like myself make travel look. We all know about how bad it can suck. Uh, the last thing anybody wants to deal with is a broken handle, jam zipper, or wonky wheel. On their roller bag. Uh Zool's is there. Zools has a long history uh, in the luggage and moto industry. Z-U-L-Z. Zool's bags. Pack your passion. Uh, pulp 23 is the code to save with those guys. Thank you to them. Roost MX as well. Pulp20, uh, pulp nation is the code to save with RoostMX.net. Custom graphics, numbers, uh, they got e-bike wraps, uh, pit shirts, canopies. All that kind of stuff, RoostMX.net will help you out. 48-hour turnaround in a lot of cases and uh, really easy to deal with everyone over there at RoostMX.net. And they do graphics for a number of amateurs and a number of teams out there. And it's good quality stuff, designed well. And uh, RoostMX.net, Pulp Nation is the code to save. they got Pulp Nation shirts and everything on there as well. So thank you to those guys for coming on board this podcast. Maxis Tires, Firepower Parts, Seat Concepts, Namira zool's roost mx and of course the fxr and race tech guys all right i caught up to chris howell pacific northwest privateer hero to talk about uh his season uh his new company uh some thoughts on his old racing uh, old racing results and old racing stories and more so uh let's uh talk to howell and see what's up thanks to hard hardog thanks to chris howell and mostly thank you people for listening all right here's chris howell well and now everybody, as promised, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, a long-time Pacific Northwest Privateer, uh, Supercross Motorcross. He's done it all. He's got a new company he wants to talk about, and I've got some other questions for him as well. Chris Howell, what's up, man? How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it, man.
2: Yeah, dude. No problem. I'm excited to be on.
0: Um, All right. So, looking Supercross wrapped up. You... uh you didn't go to all the rounds I don't think were you hurt or uh, or were you at every round
2: Um I did all the West Coast rounds and then I jumped on the 450 for the last few rounds and okay. um I, I didn't I was planning on doing a few East Coast 450 stuff but only yeah. made it to Nashville but but yeah so maybe next year I'll try to do a couple more I'm trying to I'm thinking about doing the full, full not just 450 only next year no D yeah. F stuff and but we'll go from there
0: 250 money was better this year you know I always tell people on the show to Get the hell out of two fifty class if you're not going to uh, get a a good ride, you know, because because got some money, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. But it definitely was better, so that definitely helped. But the four fifty class still is a better paying, yeah, paying gig. Yeah.
0: What you uh, what you think of your year? I feel like there were some moments where you ran up front a little bit. Uh, your starts have normally always been pretty good, um, so sometimes you put yourself in position that way. How'd it go? Uh,
2: this year was all right. Uh, like I said. Uh, wasn't the best year, but I mean, I, I did definitely think I struggled mostly on starts this year. Like I didn't, wasn't up front as much as I have been in the past. So that's something I definitely got to work on. Um I've actually struggled ever since they changed to the great. Well, not to the great, but when they changed to this new rendering of the great, I've struggled. It yep. seemed to get way more traction than than I need, especially being a bigger guy. Of some of them, like I just get too much traction and struggle on the the wheelie a little bit out of the line off the line
0: yeah it's uh definitely like i feel when i think about your career going back to tvd class even for years ago your starts were a thing for you they were really usually pretty good
2: yeah no for sure especially when they were when we were doing dirt starts and then at the beginning of the great i definitely was was definitely better but um the last couple of years i've struggled a little bit with the start but just something got to work on
0: you switched to yamaha this year right
2: yeah, yeah. I switched the Yamaha off of. I did two years on Cowie, then switched to Yamaha. Wanted to switch it up and go with Bike of the Year, and it was, it was a good move.
0: <laughs> yeah. What what was the deal behind that? Did you find a dealer that supported you? Because you used to ride Yamahas uh, back in the day.
2: Yeah, I used to ride Yamahas back in like 14, 15, mm-hmm. and then I went to Husky for a stint and then yep. just wanted something different. Went to Cowie for two years and then just kind of rode a Yamaha, and I was like, man, this thing. Just a little bit more fun to ride, and I just wanted to switch it up. So,
0: what what did you think of it? What what did you like about it? The the, the twenty three is uh, obviously a, a new new bike, two hundred fifty y or four hundred fifty y, so slimmer and all that. Uh, what did you like about it? Motor, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, the motor was good, and then like the new four hundred fifty turned really well, and actually works great in Supercross. I haven't rode it outdoors much, but mm-hmm. on Supercross, it really handled good. It fit my riding style, and the two hundred fifty F was. Also, improvement. I thought like it just had a little bit more bottom man. Like the engine was a little bit better for me for supercross. It just had some more bottom to pull and hit the rhythms out of the corners and stuff.
0: Yeah, two two uh, fifties, man. Like obviously, you're an older guy now, right? You're a veteran. You've been around for a while. You got to have the motor done. You got to. You're competing against more factory riders. It's just it makes so much more sense to ride four fifties.
2: No, I totally agree. Like like I did the last four rounds on the mm-hmm. four fifty and. The only thing I'd done to it was suspension.
0: Yeah, yeah, really, right? What'd you? Yeah. Uh, how'd you like it? How'd you feel about your riding? Your, your, you know, like you said, great starts, all that. But overall, what'd you? How'd you feel about the uh, the attempt at Soupy again?
2: It was good. No, yeah. um, I felt I felt better on the 450, and I wish I had a little bit more time on it, and I think it would have had a little bit better season ending on it. But it was every time I hit the track, I was definitely getting better and gelling with it more.
0: You, what was your favorite race all year? Um
2: I mean Nashville is fun, it was the first time I ever did that one, so yeah. that was always a good time.
0: Um yeah, well especially off the track, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh what's your plan for the summer? What do you what do you end up doing? You hitting some fair races and things like that? Like how do you uh keep going and making money and make a living?
2: Yeah, during the summer I go up and do fair races in the northwest, and we have a pretty good group of guys that actually do those. Like Brees usually hits them, and Colin Jern and guys like that. And yep. um, so it's competitive and good. It's good to get the gate drops and race to those good guys. And then um, I'm also just trying to build the company I started and see if I can get that off the ground.
0: What uh, what kind of fair races are we talking? Like how far do you travel? What what what's the what's the purse on how far you'll drive to it?
2: <laughs> um, I'll probably drive anywhere from. 10 15 hours depending on how big the how big the purse is for okay. sure all right so i've done like i've done all the way from like south dakota to montana yeah yeah all over the place so a-
0: and what's the best one or which one pays well
2: um every year's a little bit different like okay. some years like this year they're not doing one in montana there's one in montana I usually hit and they're not doing it this year okay. so that's kind of a bummer on it and yeah. just got to keep your eyes out for them
0: you're being very vague, Howell, and I know that's what you guys do up there. <laughs> I know all you guys do that up there. You know, you don't want you don't want the word to get out.
2: Hey, you got to try to make a living somehow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Like uh, I, think I did one of these with Harryman too, and he was telling me the yeah. same thing. He he, uh, he hits all these races. You know, the nationals don't pay that well. They're a lot of work, a lot of driving, and yeah, for for some thing, the the Pacific Northwest, all of that, you guys uh, you guys can make decent money in in the summer. No, for sure.
2: Yeah. And Harriman's another one that are that's at all the races too, so yep. we battled all all summer long. So
0: uh what is up with Brees? Do we know? He got hurt again? What's Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I think he got hurt and then um I don't know if he's making a comeback again. I honestly I'm not sure. Yeah. So I'd have to...
0: He he seems a little out there. He keeps his very quiet on what he's up to, you know? So
2: he definitely is a little quiet on his program, but, hey, you can't deny his results. He puts the work in, and when he right. shows up to race, he's ready.
0: He ripped last year, for sure.
2: Oh, 100%. Uh, he, he was great. He was solid.
0: Um, All right, so are you still in Spokane, or where are you living?
2: Um, We we go back and forth, me and my wife, so we stay in California for, like, half a year. Then yep. we go back up north for the other half of the year. Okay,
0: so. all right. And, and any Moser heating sightings?
2: No. Uh, I mean here and there he actually helped me out a little bit this year. I so saw that. I gotta yeah, get put, sti-
0: put a sticker on your bike or something, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Him and holiday heating. They want a little <laughs> a little piss on Moser holiday heating sticker. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're like fine, <laughs> check clears,
2: you know. Exactly.
0: Uh yeah, it's uh it's a it's a nice area up there for sure. What is uh what's the Pacific Northwest uh moto life like these days? Like what's the series like? What's the the local races like? Are they are they okay? Are they dying? Are they are they growing? What's happening with that?
2: Um I haven't really been to any local races here lately besides the fair races and those yep. those are pretty good. Um but like the PRO series is always pretty solid up there and they do a good job. Mm-hmm. Um but I think all in all like it's like I think it's on a little bit of a decline, kind of like wherever else is in the yeah. country right now, like local racing. But hopefully, it turns back around and we get some more, some more racers involved. It's just it's tough with how expensive it is to get started.
0: Yeah is it just is it just the default answer? Just Washugo the best track? Is that the default answer?
2: Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> Washugo is solid. I'm not a huge fan of Washugo just because I grew up on the other side of the state and yeah. that don't ride that slick dirt all the time but uh-huh. it's probably definitely the nicest track we have
0: will you do the national so. again this year like is that on the, is that on the agenda
2: it's a maybe i i don't know <laughs>
0: i feel like you we'll i feel like i've seen you there though every year you come out you make the motos you you do whatever you know like
2: yeah i didn't do it last year but okay but the few years before that i did and um it's always fun it's a good time it's just i just gotta figure out if i want to. Go do it or not.
0: <laughs> right. It's it's it is a lot of work to do one off, right?
2: Yes, it's a lot of work to do one off and it I mean just let alone just to get the license and the entry fee pretty much eats into all, all the money I make.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it, that's for sure. It's uh it's a beautiful time of the year to be up there. Great track and all that, great crowd, you know, but yeah, exactly, right?
2: Oh no, it's a it's a good time for sure. It's nice track. People fans are awesome. It's just do I wanna Suffer for two thirty-minute motos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, right? No, that's, that is the—that uh, is a the question. Uh, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer, Island Life with Chris Howell. Thank you to the folks at Firepower, FirepowerParts.com. Of course, title sponsor of Dino. Max Anstey, uh, who had both really good years this year in Supercross. FirepowerParts.com. They got chains. They got batteries. They got oil now, made by a leading OEM manufacturer. Uh, Great chains as well. Um, Really, really uh, well made chains. A lot of guys are using those. Privateers. Batteries, of course, save weight. Featherweight lithium batteries. FirepowerParts.com and Maxis tires. They got brand new tires coming out. Uh, They're out now, actually. Maxis.com. Please check them out. The SI and the. uh, and uh, the new paddle as well. They're really excited about this paddle. Maxis hasn't had one for a while, and it uh, it, it matches up against everything. So please check out maxis.com for more information. Jeremy McGrath uh, developing these things and doing a good job. So, uh, Chris Howell, smellgoodathlete.com. Tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah, I started that business uh, about six months ago, and yep. I think it's it's going to go pretty good it's a odor our first park is an odor concealing laundry bag so you're done riding you're done working out you put all your dirty clothes and gear in it and zip it up and it doesn't make your van or car or anything smelling and for us privateers not having your van smell while you're on the road is definitely key
0: uh and how did how do you i mean you, did you just have a smelly van is that what really literally made you come into this or, or did you have a hookup or how did you find out about this and get it going
2: yeah, pretty much just just living in on the road in the van, and the like. My wife would, you know, she would get a little angry when we have a, <laughs> a couple day couple day event, and then my van, my gears in the back, and the smell would penetrate through the through the wall, and it would stink up the van a little bit, and it's not pleasant smell. So we just, I decided to try to go out there and find a solution, and I sewed up or sewed up some prototypes, and they uh-huh. worked pretty good, and sent them, got them manufactured, and started a business.
0: So how long does it take from like, hey, I want to start this. I think this is a good idea. Getting samples, figuring things out, sending them back, making improvements to like the launch of the company. How long?
2: So the idea started pretty much at the end of Superhouse last year and then um, made samples, all that stuff. And I had the and the products launched, I think, mid-September by the time I got samples, got them approved, got them made and got the product here. And then I launched like mid-September.
0: Okay. All right. So, and who? uh, And how'd you get it made? How'd you figure that all that out?
2: Just I honestly, I tried to get it made in the U.S., but I called like twenty people, and no one ever called me back. So I actually had to go to China. So.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. And how big are the bags?
2: Um. So they fit like five sets of gear in it. If you stuff it in there, I think the dimensions are like eighteen by twenty-five inches. Okay. So. It's it's definitely good for a two or three day weekend race, and um, I want to come out with a larger bag too to haul more stuff. But that's just something in the future.
0: Yeah. And uh, what's been the what's been the real time testing on this? You, you, does it work? Uh, does it work great? Does it you know like what's what's been the feedback?
2: Oh, it's worked good. Everyone I talked to said this works awesome, and they I have people that use it for hockey stuff, yeah, and um, all sorts of things. So. The feedback's been good. I'm just trying to get it out there and see and get as much feedback as I can. And if I need to make changes and make them better, I will. And just trying to get the word out there and get it moving.
0: Yeah, it's uh, hockey stuff. I was I immediately thought of that, too. I was going to bring that up. I wasn't sure if you thought of it. But hockey bag smell is maybe the worst. Worse than moto?
2: That's what I've heard. I've heard uh, that glove smell. and just dude, it's unbelievable. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing I think a little bit bigger bag would help with the hockey stuff because the pads and everything are little bit bigger than you know motorcycle pants and jersey so yeah so So, you
0: got a machine washable bag and a non-machine washable bag so like literally the machine washable one you just throw that entire thing in
2: yeah you dump the so you just unzip it yeah dump the clothes in you have to undo the charcoal bag from it and let that sit Mm -hmm. sit out that's not machine washable and the charcoal bag absorbs some odors and moisture so it doesn't mildew Uh
0: uh-huh
2: and then you just yeah dump the bag in and wash it on delicate and then you can dry it on tumble dry and it's good Uh to go for the next time
0: Jeez, that's that's really little effort. That's a, that's yeah. yeah, that's not much effort at all. Uh, no, for sure. And then what about the uh, what about the air freshener and the odor absorbers? Just throw those in your bag.
2: Yeah, the absorbers are you get one with the bag. It's a charcoal bag odor absorber, and then I sell them in four pack too. And those you can throw them in boots, you can throw them in shoes, you can throw them in hockey gloves. Yep. And absorb some odors. And then I just came out the air fresheners, and those are kind of just like the the tree air fresheners you put around your car. Mm-hmm. So I have two cents of those, and also. I also put an air freshener in the bag, so, like, when you do open it up to go do the laundry, it doesn't, like, you know, punch you in the face nearly as bad.
0: Right. Uh, <laughs> how'd you come up with the smell, like, of what you wanted? Like, what did you, would, how many things did you test, or what did you think about?
2: Um, I just got a few samples, and yeah. um, kind of just went with the vanilla for a little bit, you know, girly-ish smell if your, like, wife or snake or other wants that, and went with, uh, like, mountain Fresh one that's a little bit more manly, boyish smell and mm-hmm. just run from there. Okay. And then hopefully add more later.
0: Yeah. How much uh how much was that up for debate with you and your wife? Just tr- just testing different ones.
2: <sighs> not too much. She was pretty supportive. She's like, Oh, I like the vanilla. I'm like, let's yeah. go with it. <laughs> let's,
0: let's do it. It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it's not a bad idea, especially for a guy like me that literally uh like I ride once in a while and then I just I never take my gear out. I just leave it in there and then I grab the next set of clean stuff the next time I go riding, but I don't air the bag out, you know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not a bad idea. <laughs>
2: yeah. And uh, the nice thing is is you can put your dirty clothes in it and then put it in your OGO bag, and doesn't stink up your OGO bag with all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure. Smellgoodathlete.com. Check it out, everybody. Support uh, the little privateer guy that could, Chris Howell, up there in the Pacific Northwest on yeah. the uh, on the privateer island podcast i think uh yeah good luck with it man i think it should uh it's a it's a viable useful product you know so
2: thanks i appreciate it
0: um did you have it um like on in in your graphics and stuff this, this supercross
2: i did it was for most of the rounds it was my title sponsor and i had it easy up at the, in the pitch and all that yep so
0: nice nice and yeah. then so um you mentioned doing the fair races and everything else this summer uh supercross next year or what what i mean obviously maybe if this thing takes off and you become a millionaire you don't need to worry oh. about it but uh w- yeah what's your plan for next year
2: yeah uh, i think the plan is to do supercross like i said i think i want to do um 450 mm-hmm. like don't even do the 2d yep. stuff so i yep. just kind of want to do 450 all season and go try to make a main in that like i haven't made a 450 main ever mm-hmm. and I've, I've made plenty of 250 mains and so i think That'd be a nice thing to like check off the list, you know, before I call to call it quits. Yeah,
0: how old are you now?
2: Uh thirty one.
0: Yeah, yeah, thirty one. So definitely a veteran. I know that. I didn't think you were thirty one. Yeah. But you look back at your career, uh a lot of main events like you mentioned in two fifty class, a lot of good finishes. Uh you had a ride for the one year with that team. What was that? Team That uh,
2: Barn Pros ride Barn and Pros. then JMC. Yep, yeah.
0: Barn Pros and JMC. They're both both Pacific Northwest teams. So mm-hmm. you had a couple of satellite team rides. Are you happy with everything that you did?
2: Yeah, for the most part, I think everything's been good. I mean, of course, I've always wanted to be better, and you know, win—that's always what everyone wants to do. But in the end of the day, like I've had multiple national numbers, and I had a career best at thirteenth at Seattle. So, mm-hmm. all in all, I think it's it's been pretty, pretty good career. I've made a living racing a dirt bike this long, and yeah, so
0: yeah, you really, really, uh, like you said, you you're off the top, like you, yeah, don't get a real job until you have to, right? so
2: yeah no that doesn't sound fun (laughs) (laughs)
0: um how were those teams that you were on like how how did that experience go for you i know jmc guys um they had a few good years with a few good different guys and the barn pros was one and done i believe but how were those those rides
2: yeah they were pretty good they were just like uh, barn pros uh, i was with them from the beginning and jmc i was with them until the last i think they did two years after Mm -hmm. me um but all the like barn pros was solid but we everyone was just learning we didn't like run a team <laughs> you know and um so that was pretty good it was just a good experience and then in 16 i got into jmc and me and Noah mcconaughey kind of helped put that thing together first, the first year we did it alvar vans the next year they got a little like fun mover motorhome and then they got a bigger fun mover motorhome and then a semi so like it progressed and got yeah. better and better and um it was solid, and Joel and Michelle like treated me really good, and mm-hmm. I have no complaints. It's just,
0: and that's why you switched to Husky, right? Through those guys,
2: it was yeah, yeah, in sixteen.
0: Okay, yeah, because they were always on Husqvarna. I don't know if they had a a deal with a dealership up there or with Husqvarna Varna direct, but they were on a, always on Huskies. Huskies.
2: Yeah, they are a dealership. So James Seymour okay. Sports is a dealership. So ah, okay. Out of Pasco, Washington.
0: Did did not know that. Um, yeah. so you're so you mentioned the career best Seattle thirteenth. Is that the race that kind of sticks to mind if you were to think of your best ones?
2: Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, I've gotten a couple 15ths, and then, like I said, Kerbess is the 13th at Seattle. I definitely think that was the best one. I think the good thing – I mean, the bad thing about it is I was, like, four seconds behind 11th. So, I was like, man, it was just a couple more spots. But at the end of the day, it was still the best finish I've had, and I think it was pretty solid. When you race
0: 450 as opposed to 250, do you notice the 450 class being a little calmer, a little easier? Like a little, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. definitely, definitely a little bit more mellow. They're still aggressive and super fast, don't get me wrong, but they're definitely not as chaotic, you know. The first couple laps, like, I'm not worried about getting T boned. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) when you lined up at Nashville, what did you think of that track? Was it brutal Um, for you, too?
2: It was, it was like super soft and edgy. It was was just weird, you know, like the transitions were super soft, and then, um the lips were hard so it got like some ghost holes in places so it was Mm -hmm. definitely definitely challenging
0: yeah it was something that somebody said like the 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 hard spots were soft and the soft spots were hard yeah they they thought it really threw them off you know yeah for sure uh fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life chris howell on the line uh long time pack northwest privateer guy so who do you who who do you um hang out with a lot in the summer do you ride with other guys or what, what what's the plan um do you like you know like buddies of yours that, that you ride with and practice or
2: yeah for the most yeah i mean like when i go up north i hang out with the guys at the races like you know Brees when he goes when he shows up and harriman and then like blackburn and yeah spangle and all those guys and whatnot and then down when i'm in california like just go to the track and like still have like jerry robin and oh, yeah? hang out with him okay. and ride with him and all um, the guys down here so what
0: what's the what do you i mean look you're 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 born and raised pacific northwest guy so maybe this is a dumb question but do you like california better than pacific northwest or no you're always happy to go back home
2: it's different like california is nice because it's always warm and whatnot but pacific northwest is cool too because it's you you get you to enjoy the warm days because it's When you live up there, like you have to go through winter, yeah, yeah. you know spring, and it rains and snows, and you only get a ride six months out of the year. So it's, I think you uh, you appreciate the nice days more than you do in California because every day is pretty nice down here.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Did you ever head over to Europe or Germany or anything and do racing over there?
2: Um, I did two years in um, the race in Holland, and. Which one is that? uh Zutabrook. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, did, yep. so I did two years there. The first year I went over and I won the, two D the first nine the two D class, and the second night I taken out or okay. uh, took out and then, in yep. the next year, um, I don't know what I ended up like some fifths or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And is that the one that's outdoors or is that all indoors?
2: Oh, uh, it's all that's indoors. Okay,
0: I must be thinking of uh, yeah. a different one. I thought it was like a like a mini stadium, outdoor stadium one I've heard of over there. So, um. It's, uh, uh, it's neat to go over there for sure. And you never quite know what's going to go on. Right. <laughs> so,
2: oh, for sure. so
0: when you say you got taken out, you're like, yeah, that's probably, you can either win or get taken out or, or, or not qualify. It's all, it's all different, you know?
2: So, exactly. And they run stuff a little bit different over there and it's language barriers. Sometimes it's a little challenging, but yeah, it's fun. And I, I'd love to go do more stuff over there with the opportunity arises.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, smell dot Please check it out. House how's sales? Are we all right? Are we? Are we? You know, how
2: they're are doing? doing all right. Um, they're slowed down a little bit right now, but I think it's going to hopefully pick up a little bit more when I have some more time to focus on it, not right. trying to focus on racing Supercross. So
0: yeah, or shipping, boxing, and shipping things or whatever, right?
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Our spare bedroom in California right now is full of full of bags. <laughs> yeah. So
0: no, that's that's how it works. Trust me, I mean I'm I'm that way with merch too. I'm just it takes up so much of my time, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But and there's not a, I'm not making a ton of money off of it, but it, it's just yeah. pain in the ass. So. Well, uh, hopefully we can help you out, promote a little bit of uh, com, get some sales going. Really cool idea, uh, pretty inventive use. A lot of you privateer guys, man, um, it's interesting to see all the different ways that you guys can bring revenue in, right? Uh, We've seen it from Carnow to you to Jerry, lots of different ways to make it for privateers, and you guys are doing a good job out there. So kind of neat to talk to you guys. Uh, Thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Um, We'll... uh, Hopefully, drive some sales to smellgoodathlete.com. And uh, yeah, we will maybe see it while sugar or
2: not. Possibly. You never know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out.
0: Yeah, sounds good, man. Well, thanks for the time, Howell. I really appreciate it. Good luck with everything, man.
2: All right. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: See ya.